on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. All right, good morning, everybody. Thank you for spending your day with us. We are Joey and Lauren, and it finally happened. Finally happened in our family. It was a terrible night last night. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know how else to explain it. We finally had the, I've been waiting. I honestly have been waiting. Our son's two, or almost two. Finally had the uh, emergency trip to uh-huh. the emergency room, urgent care. Uh, urgent not me. Care. I did oh, not yeah, go sorry. to the ER. It was urgent care. What's the difference? Well, price for one. It's <laughs> way more expensive to go to the ER. So urgent care is you wait. Emergency rooms like stretch. Uh, no, you can still wait at an ER. I think it depends on the severity of like the Like if your arm and- gets cut off, emergency room. Yeah, but also the ER, they have certain equipment that maybe an urgent care doesn't. Oh, gotcha. Certain okay. like maybe x-ray or MRI, things that maybe would need more special attention at an ER than Got an it. urgent care. So urgent care yesterday. Yeah, well, this story deserves a morning sip. I got to start oh. off with a morning sip. This was one of those stories. Wow. There we go. Fancy. All right, got to crack open the caffeine. You want a cigarette so, too? <laughs> I might. So yesterday I'm at the store and I've got our son with us and he's sitting in the little basket in the front. He's happy. We're fine. Looking at clothes. And I hear somebody go, oh my gosh. And I turn around and it's my really good friend, Greta. I need to start by saying this is not my friend's fault. I, I know she's feeling bad. It is not Greta's fault. So As we're about I'm to hear the story to of how it's her fault. I'm just no, kidding. No, 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 no. No, I'm talking to her. Her daughters are with her, and her teenage daughters love our son, love him. And he's getting all antsy because he wants to play and get out. So her daughter was like, I'm going to, I'll walk around with him. So she takes him, and they're walking around the store, and I'm just chatting with, with her mom. And then all of a sudden, I hear him screaming. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I look over, and he's on the ground. Is it bad that I didn't feel bad for him at first? I was like, eh. He, he bonks his head. He runs into stuff. So he he's falls on over. the ground, like face planted? By the time I looked over, he was like just on the ground. His face wasn't on the ground, but he you could tell he had fallen. Got it. I was like, ah, you're fine. You know, and I look over and then I'm like, wait a minute. And I get closer and he has got blood all over. Like his nose is bleeding. His teeth are bleeding. His mouth, his lips are bleeding. And I was like, oh my gosh. So we all rushed to the bathroom and we're cleaning up all this blood, trying to do the best we can. I put him in the car. I take him straight to urgent care. So he fell? Yes, he fell. So as he was walking around with Lily is her name, he tripped and fell. Not Lily's fault. He's a clumsy, wild little boy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he trips all the time. Nobody's fault, right? So he falls, biffs it. He cut open something. He's bleeding everywhere. I'm freaking. I have blood all over me. It's a murder scene at this store. Poor employees probably had to clean up blood at some point. Yeah, no one wants to show up to work and then all of a sudden they got to clean up blood. I know. So I take him to urgent care and he he was okay. But I call you as I'm like rushing to urgent care. You're not answering. You're golfing. I'm yeah, like, I, I went golfing. Oh, my gosh. So I'm trying to call you. He's freaking out in the back seat, getting blood all over the car, bleeding it from everywhere. And then I can't get a hold of you, but I know who you're golfing with. And I have his number. So I call your friend Mike. And ring, ring, ring. Mike finally answers. He goes, sup, baby? <laughs> and then I hear Dave Matthews band in the background. I hear... Just a good old jolly time. <laughs> Everyone's happy and th- tossing them back. I don't know what you guys are doing. I know you're golfing. And so Mike's like, sup, baby? And I was like, can I talk to Joey? It's an emergency. <laughs> He's like, oh, 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 sorry. He's like, oh, sorry. And then you get on the phone and I'm like, I'm on my way to urgent care. This is what happened. He's bleeding. It's this and that. And and you were like, uh, okay. And so here I am. I'm at the urgent care. You're golfing. It couldn't have been more 
picture perfect as far as this story goes. And you're just having a good old time, and I'm trying to wrestle this How many child. times did you call? I called you like two or three times. Yeah, nothing. And I even had my watch on, and my watch should have told me, but I was in the groove. Yeah, so I'm sitting in the golf cart. We're right about to tee off at, I can't remember, we were like hole seven or whatever. Mm-hmm. And my friend Mike goes, huh, Lauren's calling me. And I remember, what's crazy is I should have thought at that moment, like, well, that's weird. Maybe she, it's she serious. Must, I literally am like, oh, that's weird, huh? And then he answers it on speaker. There's four of us, and they're right. One of them was playing Dave Matthews Band on a Bluetooth speaker, and he goes, sup, baby. And I could tell the moment you just said, Mike, Mike, I was like, oh, no. And then you're like, this is an emergency, and of course, then I feel terrible. <laughs> the most ironic part of this entire story, and I'm not even joking when I say this. I'm not being overdramatic. I literally played the best round of golf of my life oh yesterday. Oh, my gosh. The best. I have never had a better score of playing course. golf than when of course. you were at urgent care Your with our son. in the urgent care. It was like just- a, it was a moment where, like, the best athletes, they shine when they have adversity. And here I was, <laughs> family emergency, back against the wall, and I played my best round of golf ever. By the way, he's totally fine. Everything's good. And my friend, she felt so bad. She bought all the stuff that was in my cart. And I feel bad oh, for that. I'm wonderful. like, no. You didn't need to buy anything. We also lost his shoe in the whole chaos. Yeah. Somewhere in some parking lot lost his shoe. So she shows up at our house last night with new shoes for our son and a toy because she felt Great so bad. Great plan, Lauren. Injure our son so you can get a free <laughs> shopping trip. Did you take one lap around when she said, let me buy your cart? You're like, you know what? I had a few more items well, to get. Well, I actually was on my way to go get a new pair of shoes. I should have yeah. tossed those in, you know? Well, I played great golf. Our son is injured. Lauren got free groceries. It was a fun time. <laughs> He's fine. He's fine. It's your trending stories with Joey and Lauren in the morning. Did you ever play Mousetrap, the board game? I did. I remember it. Yeah, but it was, I can't remember if we had it or I only played it at a friend's house because I think it was kind of a expensive game, but I remember they had that little cage it would yep. fall down, yep. the whole thing. Gotta be honest, I only played it a handful of times and it was at my stepmom's mom's house. This was like my step-grandma's house. And I remember playing it and I hated it. I just hated it. But now, um, Hasbro, they're developing Mousetrap as a reality competition series. <laughs> what, how is that even going to work? Well, it says it's going to be based on the game Mousetrap. Okay, and it'll pit contestants against one another as they navigate larger-than-life obstacles recreated from the game. That sounds like American Ninja Warrior. We already something have something like that. Like that. Yeah, yeah, we're good. I, I don't know. I don't watch most of those shows. They kind of annoy me. Like, I'm not even into American Ninja Warrior, especially because isn't it the same obstacle course every year? Someone will probably clarify that it's not. I have no idea. I don't you know. think they would switch it up. Every time I watch that show, it just reminds me how out of shape I am. So it doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> uh, intrigue me at all. Did you see this video? It was viral of this uh, guy who proposed to his girlfriend at a minor league baseball game. No. The video is everywhere. And a lot of people are wondering if it was staged. But he is uh, proposing. He's on one knee in the stands. It's on the big screen, the massive big screen at the stadium. He's proposing. She says no. Panics. Runs away. Oh, it's fake, all fake, dramatic. fake, fake, fake. You don't think that's real? No. Staged. 100%. 100%. If you propose... I bet you 90% of proposals end up in yes, because most people, they will not get on one knee unless they know for sure, especially if you're going to do it publicly. I'm I'm going to, you gave me a hundred bucks, I'd put it on stage. No kidding. Look at it. Well, We're talking I just, about well, it. I just watched it and it does look a little dramatic. I will say that. 
little dramatic. A minor, by the way, minor league baseball game. You're yeah. not even going to go to a major league baseball game. <laughs> Maybe to that's propose. what she was saying. No, how dare you do it here? Yeah. Take me to the you know yeah. Red Sox game. Yeah, I deserve to be proposed <laughs> to at a Yankee game, not this. So the U.S. life expectancy has dropped yet again. So it says now after new research that the newest uh, life expectancy for the uh, average American is 77.3 years old. Ooh, I am good with the 80s. I will say that. But 77, that freaks me out. It does say My dad's 70. It does say COVID-19 largely contributed to oh, the drop. yeah, that's true. But uh, still, 77.3, that seems pretty young. What age are you fine with going? What um, age? 85. I'm like an 81. I'm an 80, which is weird because my dad's 70. So that would be like my dad in 10 Don't years passing that. away. Okay. I know. But I'm I'm good that. with eighty. You you give me a you give me eighty one, even eighty two. I'm good. Yeah, I think eighty five. I will feel fulfilled in my life. I know I don't want to live till a hundred. I know I had a great grandma that was like a hundred and one or hundred and two, and I was like, you know, at that point, I'd be like, can I just go already? I've lived my life on this earth. When I was a kid. I was team 99 or 100. Like, I just thought, oh, I'm going to live to 100. Like, I thought 50 is halfway through your life. Little did I know. Not not everyone's living to yeah. 100. Tom Brady has a chip on his shoulder. He says that he's very motivated to beat the teams that didn't sign him. Oh, so gosh. he signed with the Bucks, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And what he was saying was that there were a bunch of other teams that told him no. Yeah. And he's like, how dare they tell me no, and I'm going to show them, and I'm I'm motivated extra to beat them. When I'm on the field, all I'm thinking about is when they denied me, but he didn't You do you, who. Tom, but let's be honest. Ain't no way Tom Brady is getting any sympathy like, oh, man, that guy has a rough. No. Well, we all know Seven he's, Super Bowls. <laughs> yeah. Supermodel wife. Oh, just, I mean, he's got to wake up every day and realize everyone's doubting him. Like, well, we, give me a break. We all know he's... Incredible. He doesn't need to prove anything to anyone. Like, we all know. But that's why he's incredible. Because people like him find every way to get motivated. Meanwhile, I'm the opposite. I'm always thinking of ways like, I've done enough. I've woken up today. I've really won. <laughs> a Victoria Beckham may actually join a Spice Girls reunion. She's never been one to admit that she's going to do it. But there have been new rumors speculating that she may possibly join the Spice Girls. Well, reunion. everyone else is down. Everyone, everyone else is else down is to clown. Down, I it's think. because everyone else isn't as famous. The same reason why Joey and I can't even name any of the other NSYNC guys, but the same reason Joey and all them, they're like, hey, let's go back on tour. But Justin JT's Timberlake. like, Meh. Yeah. I saw, I saw, where was it? I can't remember what it was. I saw a clip of AJ from Backstreet Boys. Because I don't know. Did you see a video recently where AJ... And mm-hmm. um, who's the main guy of Backstreet Boys? Carter. Nick Carter. Nick Carter. Mm-hmm. And then Lance and Joey were all dancing together. Yeah, yeah they were collabing, doing boy band dances AJ together. was saying, it's not out of the realm that a Backstreet Boys in sync tour could happen. Oh, I know. Which, holy crap. If you My get, mind would explode. You got to get JT on board, though. All the yeah. Backstreet Boys are on board, and four out of the five NSYNC guys are ready to go. They're, like, waiting by the tour bus, and all you got to do is get Justin Timberlake to say yes, and then that thing would be incredible. He He's like, you know what? I'm successful on my own. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't need to join I, this reunion. I don't necessarily blame him. He is such a big star. I don't know if yeah. he wants to go on tour. Those are some of your trending stories. It's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is time for Makeup or Breakup. Sam went out with Kendall. They met on Hinge. And in his message to us to get on the show, hinted at maybe 
He's worried that, like, she likes one of his friends or something. We're, we're trying to figure it out. You know, a lot of times when you're not getting texts back, you kind of jump to a conclusion. Your mind goes places. Oh, yeah. So let's figure this out with Sam. Hello, Sam. Hey, guys. How's it going? We're doing wonderful. So you think a friend is involved or what's going on? I think so. So I met Kendall on Hinge, and uh, everything seemed to be going great. You know, we were chatting a lot, and then I figured, and this might have been a bad idea on my part, I figured that maybe the best, like, first date would be, you know, get her in a place where I'm really comfortable and around good people. And so I had a friend having a barbecue, and I invited her to that. Mm-hmm. And she said yes. You know, all my friends are really cool. And I thought we were having a great time. We were playing games, you know, all kinds of stuff. And and then, uh, you know, the date just ended, and I had not heard from her. And what I'm really kind of worried about is, you know, I've got a decent amount of guy friends, and, you know, they're pretty good-looking guys. And I'm just a little worried that maybe she decided she liked one of them better. Well, were they walking around shirtless in board shorts? Like, what was the situation? <laughs> No, nothing like that. But, I mean, they were nice to her. I don't yeah. know if they were being, like, overly nice or flirting or anything. But that they were nice to her. And so you just messed never know. up. So messed up if that's the case. Yeah. I, I really yeah. don't think that that's it, though. I personally, just as you're telling us about this first date, I keep thinking maybe, and maybe you're on to something. Maybe it was her feeling like, oh, yay, first date with this guy. I'm really excited. And I show up to a barbecue with his friends. It almost feels a little weird as like the first uh, time you guys meet. Like that would be my assumption. Could be. Could be. Yeah. What was the ratio here of guys to girls? I mean, was this like all your buddies and then she was the only girl hanging out? No, there were others there, but okay. I mean, there were definitely more guys. I have a lot of guy friends mm-hmm. and not all okay. of them are in relationships. So, Because I was thinking know. if she feels like she just got invited to a frat party, that could be a turnoff. That's uh, true. I want to jump down this rabbit hole about your friends. If one of your friends, and I don't know if you're thinking about one in particular, if one of them did get her number and that's why you know she's maybe going on a date with your friend, would they tell you? Like, Would your friend say, hey, by the I way? Most of my guy friends are pretty trustworthy, but there okay. is one I can think of. That uh, I want, I would say we're frenemies. Oh, and I could see him doing something like that. Absolutely, oh, the slime man. ball, Jeff. I'm just gonna call him Jeff. He's got <laughs> slicked back You're not hair. Far off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how many times have you tried to reach out and text her? Uh, I've tried to text her about three or four times, and okay. you know, you don't want to mm-hmm. sound come across as desperate or anything. So I just say, well, hey, if she's not responding, I guess you know. By not sounding desperate, I'm getting on a radio show to mm. ask if she's the least desperate thing, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a soft like landing. It. It's a definitely soft landing. All right, so Sam, we'll play a song. Come back and call Kendall. All right, uh, that'd be great. Makeup or breakup with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It's makeup or breakup. Sam is very concerned. We talked to him. He met Kendall on Hinge. He thought a good first date would be, you know, what my friends having a barbecue. Let's do a little backyard okay. barbecue, do something like that, meet some of my friends. I like the thought, but it could be weird. Think about it. Very first date, very first time you meet someone. You're meeting a lot of people. And now you're meeting all their friends. It could go really well where, hey, it actually makes her feel more comfortable. You know, it's a more casual setting. Or it could go the opposite where she's like, really? You don't want to just get to know me? I got to talk to all your friends. Yeah, he said there were other girls there, but it was more guys than girls. Because I was worried this was going to be some theta, alpha, you know, sigma, new kind of a situation. Uh, He is a little worried that he has one friend that he's like, I wonder if maybe she likes him. And I have some good looking guy friends. And all of a sudden Mm -hmm. it was like Mm -hmm. the pathway for her to find somebody else. I don't know. That seems to be a little more getting in your head, but we'll find out. Let's talk to Kendall. 
Hello. Hello, is this Kendall? Yeah, this is Kendall. Kendall, this is uh, Joey and Lauren in the morning, a morning radio show. Hello. Um, I'm sorry, who is this? Uh, this is Joey and Lauren in the morning. We're a morning radio show. Hi, Kendall. Oh, uh, okay. Um, how can I help you? Um, well. <laughs> we're we're calling you for someone else, really. Uh, we actually got your number from Sam, a guy that you went on a first date with. Sam is a little concerned after taking you to a barbecue at his friend's house. He's like, hey, Kendall has not been responding to my text. Can you guys reach out to her, find out what's going on? Did I do something wrong? And kind of piece everything together because he really wants to go out with you again. So I know this is like a super random phone call to get, but if you have a second, we want to just clear the air for Sam. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, I, I remember Sam, and uh, okay. yeah, I'm I'm not gonna text him back. I I thought he was kind of a jerk. Full disclaimer: We've talked to Sam, you know, and when we did, he made it sound like, oh, maybe I screwed up by inviting her to a barbecue, or maybe. I mean, he did think maybe you fell in love with one of his friends or something, but you're saying he yeah. was a jerk? <laughs> that's what he said. Yeah, that's what he, he was worried about a but friend. You said he sounds he was a jerk, so what Like, what happened? Because he did not mention anything to us. Those were kind of the only two scenarios that he thought it could be. I mean, no, I, like going to a barbecue is fine, but like when we were there, we were playing a bunch of, you know, like barbecue games, and for example, we were playing cornhole, and I mean, he was just being the biggest jerk to me like i like i'm not very good at cornhole but like you know you play games and you're kind of nice to each other you know but he was mm-hmm. he was not nice like i would lose and he would win and he literally would be like nah, 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 nah. like i, I kind of felt like i was on a date <laughs> with a 12 year old you know what i mean okay so he's competitive is that he i have one word for it <laughs> yeah like it, it, it wasn't just competitive like he was like taunting me, and I like this is the first time we we met. Like sure. I feel like you you taunt people that you're like familiar with because you you know their humor. But like I, I mean, he even like stuck his tongue out at me. Like mm, I won. <laughs> you know, but wait, just, wait, uh, could it have been a fun sticking the tongue well, out? Like yeah. or was, was he being playful? Well, again, like uh, I feel like you taunt people that you're familiar with. Yeah, like, I don't I don't know. Like I don't. It's the first time I met this guy, so I was like, this is kind of weird sure. uh yeah it, i think i feel the same way uncomfortable I, I don't know what his intention was with it but it made me feel yeah. uncomfortable kendall and, in in your defense yeah. i have friends that just don't know where to stop right we've all been teased we've all right. we've all played cornhole or something and yeah there's a little back and forth but in your defense some people just keep going and if you did it for 25 30 minutes yeah, it's driving you nuts so a, well, and it was with every game too. Like it wasn't like just with cornhole. It was like every game that we played. And I guess if you want to use the word competitive, fine. But like, I feel like being rudely competitive is weird on a first date when you're getting to know someone. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I agree with that. I really do. So, uh, Kendall, I'm really sorry about this, but to add a new wrinkle to things, we do have Sam on the phone with us right now. Um, oh I know, but I'd like to invite <laughs> him on because I think this is good. <laughs> just goes I think this is a good way we can find out exactly what what went down. And Sam, maybe you showed your true colors to Kendall. What like colors? I mean, we're playing games. Playing games is you know part of a game is competition. Part mm-hmm. of competition is gloating a little bit if you win. But like to a stranger, you know, like getting in their face and like 
handing them is just a little a little rude. Again, when you don't know that person, like you don't know their humor, you don't know what makes them tick, you don't know what you know makes them uncomfortable, and like it was it was it to me, it just like went a little too far. I don't know. It sounds like you need to have a thicker skin. Uh, okay. Can't, Can't you understand uh, it, it all like that you... You need to figure out what dating etiquette is. <laughs> or or just... Spo- I mean, there also is something called sportsmanship. You can say there's gloating, there's ragging, but there's also this idea of, you know, being a good sport. You, yeah, you I felt stick- like we were playing professionally. Yeah, but you I mean, stuck your tongue out. Fun backyard stuff, and that's what I was doing. I was acting, you know, like I was having a good time at a barbecue with my friends. But there was also, like, no encouragement. Like, oh, it's okay. Like, you'll get the next one. Like... Oh I agree God. with the sportsmanship. There, there just wasn't any encouragement or like, oh, like we'll work on. You're one of those people that want the trophy for everything. Oh. oh my gosh, Sam, maybe Sam, you're you, digging yourself yeah. in a deeper hole. You might have had a chance if you said, "Kendall, I'm sorry. I probably took it too far, and I apologize." But you're going to die on this hill. So now I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. Jeez, <laughs> Louise. Okay. And that's why I haven't texted you. Yeah, I understand now. Now, Kendall, yeah. should you now? Do you want to go out with his friend that Sam was worried about this whole time? Because that could become a reality now. I guess it depends which friend. <laughs> <laughs> All well, right. Do you think I'm competitive too? Yeah. Wait, wait till you meet Jeez. all of his buddies. All right. It's not going to work out. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on demand. It's time for the good stuff. Make you feel warm and fuzzy as we start off with a vet clinic in Brisbane, Australia. A tiny tree frog was brought in. Now, have you seen the size of a tree frog? I can't say that I have. We're talking like, uh, I, I mean, the size of a silver dollar, right? Oh, size okay. of a, two quarters, basically. Mm-hmm. Tiny, tiny tree frog. Well, a vet at this vet clinic in Brisbane, Australia, was able to put one lone stitch on this tree frog who had a little hole in an exposed lung to save its life. One teeny tiny stitch. Oh my gosh. On a tree frog. And the the photo is incredible to see this tiny, tiny little thing. And it's just amazing. Everyone's obviously praising this vet saying, boy, you want to talk about caring for animals big and small. I guess so. Someone, I don't know who brings in a tree frog. Hey, I mean, if that's because I don't even know if they're pets really because they're so small. One minute you're putting a cast on a Clydesdale horse's leg. The next minute you're stitching up a teeny frog and you're using a little microscope basically to see it. That's What kind of magnifying glass do you need to get one stitch on the lung of a tree frog? Well, I first imagine the like kind of the glasses that dentists wear. Or uh-huh. like eye doctors where they're like super zoomed in, like chunky yeah. big glasses to kind of see. Maybe know. they maybe they grab those uh, like eyeglass machines from the eye doctor. You love those? Like yeah. one or two or one or two. <laughs> Have one of those walking the around. anxiety with those questions, by the oh, way. Oh, gosh, I hate it. I know. I'm like, uh, two? I think. One day I want them to be like, wrong. It was one. Like, <laughs> don't I get to decide? No, two was the right answer. <laughs> Let's go to Wales, where these viral photos have been making people cry right when they see them. A man has a dying pet dog that is uh, basically has a terminal illness, is not able to walk anymore. This dog and him used to walk up this mountain in Wales all the time. So what did he do? Oh, my gosh. He He, carries the dog. No, he packed his dog up in a wheelbarrow, covered him with little blankets, and did the trek one last time. And holy moly. Oh, my gosh. The photos. It's the little, it's the 10-year-old dog named Monty. And he's up oh, there and he's Monty. he's in his wheelbarrow and he's just there. And they went up to the top of this mountain. 
just what very cool. amazing active like sacrifice. I know. Because as a, as the pet owner, you could just be like, oh, we're going to chill at home. But you, to go through all that. Uh, body cam footage of police officers. Well, how about this one from Jamestown, New York? This body cam footage shows a cop saving people from a burning building. That's right. There was a burning building. And what does he do? He is waiting for people to jump out of window and he catches them. I always see that where people jump out of windows and these police officers will catch them. That's all you can do. I mean, to save your life, sometimes that is the only thing you can do. The body cam footage, and by the way, is uh, Officer Mark Conklin from Jamestown, New York. The body cam footage is telling him, he's like, jump, I got you. And of course, they're scared to jump. Mm -hmm. But what do you do Mm -hmm. when it's a burning building? Wow. I don't think I could. I don't think I could uh, catch somebody. That's my worry. I think I would be like, jump and fall on me. I'll break your fall. That's what I would say. Does anybody have a trampoline nearby? Could you could you catch somebody jumping off a burning building? I could help break the fall. I don't know that I, I would definitely fall over. I could catch them, but I don't know that my feet would stay on the ground. I'd probably, you know, yeah. Fall. But adrenaline is another thing, right? Adrenaline can sometimes just mm-hmm. totally kick in. Wow. And an 18-year-old who was uh, boogie boarding on the shores of North Carolina saved a mom and her 10-year-old son from drowning. Travis Shrout is his name. He's an 18-year-old Ohio student. He was boogie boarding, doing his thing, and they notice a mom and son struggling out there. So what does he do? Gives the mom the boogie board, saves her life, and then swims out and gets this 10-year-old and saves him life. Now, there was a drone going above. Wow. Captured the whole thing. Drone footage. So wow. you get like a, like a helicopter view of that. But just amazing. And you know what? Really restores faith in humanity when you hear about these stories because you realize when push comes to shove a stranger can do amazing mm-hmm. things for somebody else when someone's in, in dire situations i mean remember the story that you shared a few weeks back of the guy who there was a car accident yeah. and there was the the mom and the, the toddler was in the water and the car seat he, and just he jumped, jumped off a bridge just jumped, jumped off, off the bridge, bridge to yeah. save a toddler that he has no idea who this person is just amazing and that is your good stuff. Mornings with Joey and Lauren. I've got your Joey Life Hack. If you are needing to focus on something, you got a big exam, or you need to study for something, or you just got a big project you need to focus on, it's actually better to do it and work on it on an empty stomach because hunger makes you better able to focus. That's what... So hunger makes you... I thought it was always the opposite. They say eat a big breakfast, eat a good oh, meal. Oh, that's hogwash. What, do you want to listen to a doctor or you want to listen to the Joey Life Hack of what I find on the internet? I'm going to choose not you because I feel like you're supposed Because when I'm hungry, all I can think about is how hungry I am. Well, 1,000 Life Hacks, that's one of the 1,000 Life Hacks on their website, wow. okay? okay. <laughs> so trust me. Take it for what it is. And if you're hungry and you study for something or you take an exam and you fail it, don't come crying to me. I'm just giving you advice. You don't have to take it. You can just... Leave it there. I will okay. say, I'm not doing what you want me to do when okay. you came home from the store. I, I was an idea. It was a proposition I threw out there, and I know what's going to happen. You're gonna, I'm going to have to tell the story, and then you're going to shame me for it, or everyone else is going to shame me for it. But it was, you have to admit, it's kind of a good idea. It's lying, it's deceiving, it's <laughs> stupid, and it's cheesy. I hate when the, people do the this. The thought crossed my mind. So I was doing some shopping, and I was looking through a clothes rack. And on the clothes rack I was looking at, I passed by several shirts, different styles that said hubby, wifey, wife, husband, you know, like a lot of people wear on Matching the honeymoon. honeymoon shirts. Yeah. So I saw these shirts, and at first I just kind of swiped past them. I'm like, oh, it's dumb. I don't need that. But then it dawned on me. And just hear me out before you start shaking your head at me. But we're going we're going on vacation in a couple of weeks. We're going to Vegas. And I thought 
if I buy these shirts no. and we no, wear these no, shirts, no, no. we could probably get upgraded because people will think we're newlyweds or people will think that we just were on our honeymoon or something. That's deceiving. I mean, yes, I am a hubby. You are a wifey. We could wear the shirts. First of all, those shirts suck. I hate them. Every bachelorette party has the one white shirt for the bride and then the all black shirts and it's bridesmaid or boo crew or... Uh, I don't know. I don't know what else they say. But And then you got to go to Nashville, and you got to take a picture by the wings, and you got to do the whole thing. It's, uh, the one that I went to, it was, he popped the question, we're popping bottles. Yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, so cute. So cute. I made them. I made them on my little screen printer, my Cricut at home. It's so cute. cute. And I see these people, they go on a honeymoon. They, trust me, we watch Married at First Sight. And every time they go on a honeymoon, they got to wear the matching shirts. And it says hubby and wifey. And you got to walk around and everyone's like, oh, it's, I mean, it's just terrible. It's cheesy. Do you think if we wore them, hypothetically, Maybe. we could get an upgraded suite or a free bottle of whatever or something? So let me get this straight. With our trip to Vegas here on vacation. Yeah. You've already tried to reach out to a childhood friend that works at the resort <laughs> to try and get a free day better cabana. She said no. And now you want to go with this t-shirt thing. Can't you just respect the hustle? I'm I'm not asking for anything free. I'm just going to wear a shirt. And then if someone decided they felt the goodness in their own heart was to give me something, I'm not going to so, say so no. So what are you going to do? We, we're walking through the airport in these hubby and wifey shirts. Yeah. And people go, oh, honeymoon? What are you going to say? No. We're just married. We're just happy to be a hubby and a wifey and look cheesy as ever. Uh. No, when I with, this is funny you bring this up because I saw a different hack to get an upgraded room, and I'm willing to try this because this feels more legit than doing the hubby and wifey mm-hmm. T-shirts, which I totally think is wrong. What it is, and apparently there's a website that says this is legit. It's called the $20 Vegas trick. And what you do when you get to your hotel in Vegas, and apparently this works only in Vegas and it's a well-known thing. When you get your ID and your credit card, mm-hmm. you put a $20 bill in between them. So you hand them both with a $20 bill sandwich in between it. It's called the $20 Vegas sandwich or whatever. And then when they hand it to you, you know, you hand it to them, the person at the front desk takes it. You say, do you have any free room upgrades available? And There's no, no way. No, this, See, that to me is more slimy because. It's tipping them. It's mm, No, it's bribery. That's bribery. It's, Me wearing a shirt that says I'm a wife is 1,000% honest. That's honest. I'm. You're my husband. No, you're playing up that it's a honeymoon. No, it's sympathy. That's that's up to them. That's not. I'm not controlling their mind to think that way. Their mind goes there and so says, oh, they must be So if we have hubby and wifey and the front desk person says honeymoon, what are you going to say? You're going to say no or are you going to be like... It's are they something- going to ask or are they just going to assume? Because if they just assume, then they assume. Oh, all those places. Any <laughs> nice restaurant or any Vegas hotel, they always say, are you celebrating something? And you're going to be like, celebrating life. C- celebrating our marriage. Boom. They don't know when it happened. Oh it could have been gosh. last week. It could be, technically, it was actually almost 10 years ago. But The $20 trick feels that. way more normal to me. And I mean, seriously, there's a website and it says $20 Vegas sandwich. You put it between and then you ask. And they say most... Front desk people, if they don't have any upgrades available, they will give you back the $20. And it's almost like, hey, I appreciate your move, but I would take the $20 if I upgraded you. Yeah, that just feels a little weird. Like, that feels out of my comfort zone because what if they do just keep it? And they're like, ah, sorry, I don't have any. So let's do this. Let's let you decide. 68719, what is more slimy to try and get a freebie? A $20 <laughs> Vegas sandwich and you try to tip them $20 to upgrade your room or Lauren's idea, which is to wear hubby and wifey shirts. Just when you check in. Pretending say, it's our honeymoon. No, no I didn't what? say that. It's 100% honest. Are you a husband? 
Yes. Am I a wife? Yes. Boom. There's no lying involved. That is their mind. That's the theater you text of their us. mind going. You are the tiebreaker. 68719 text us. It's Joey and Lauren. Time for That Awkward Moment with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is That Awkward Moment where you call us. You tell us anything that's awkward that's happened in your life. Laura is with us. Bad time on a date where you're not really listening. Hmm. This is this is my mo. Like I do this all the time, sitting on the say, couch. I think you've been there a time or two on my phone. I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah, uh huh, uh huh. And you're totally not. My listening. favorite is I'll say something. I'll tell you something about my day, and you're like, oh, I love you too. And I'm like, what? I didn't <laughs> that's say my, it. What? That's my go-to. The the bare minimum I always do is I love you too. But this <laughs> is on a first date when you're trying to pay attention. Oh no. So Laura is with us now. Hello, Laura. Hey, hi guys. Right, thanks for joining us on that awkward uh-huh. moment. Okay, what happened? Oh, okay, so. This was a couple weeks ago, and I was the first date with this guy, and I really, it's what you said, like, it was half, really half paying attention. Like, he was talking a lot, and I was looking at the menu, and I was kind of like, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, you know, and, and his tone was nice, I guess, so I was going like, oh, okay, that's sweet, mm-hmm, you know, and then I guess he said that his dog died, and I said, oh, that's great, like, and I oh. and he was like, what? And then he, like, you know, got really, I mean, of course he got upset with me, but I was looking at the menu. I really wasn't, it was just, it was like this monologue for so long. And then I, <laughs> I just didn't see it coming. And so I, I, yeah. So we, we really like, we ordered food. We talked for maybe five minutes and like the minute that like he was done eating, he was out of there. No um, way. So, so like bailed like, on I, the date. I so, felt so bad. So- I insulted him, but I also was like, I, yeah, yeah. So you're distracted yeah. while it's he's going on and on and on about something. You end up tuning him out because you're reading the menu. And you just go, oh, yeah, that's great. And he had said my dog died. And that's what you said. Yeah. Wow. You know, can I blame him for a second? You don't have a general conversation and then throw in a dog died. Well, no. That it seems been, like a right turn. Okay. Hang on, though. It could have been, oh, how you been lately? Da, 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 da. And he's just going on and on about work. And he could say, man, but it's been tough, though, because my dog died last week or something. But what if he's like, oh, yeah, the shellfish is really good here. My dog died. That's not fair. That's on him. That's I on mean, him for bringing up something heavy. I guess I don't know what he said. And apparently Laura doesn't know what he said either. So, <laughs> so I don't know how it I came out. I don't know. <laughs> how long until know. you realize? I had no warning. I yeah. had no warning. Oh, my gosh. So there you are sitting. And I'm just picturing you looking at the menu and just being like, Oh, good. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dog died. Oh, my God. Well, I have some menu anxiety. So when I go to restaurants, especially the group of people where everyone is chatting, having fun, talking about whatever, before we've ordered, I get stressed because I want to be ready by the time the, the server comes back to the table. So I'm with you. I will be, like, looking at the menu, be like, uh-huh, uh-huh, like yeah. talking to people while I'm trying to figure out if I want the steak fajitas or if I want the chicken fajitas. You know what I mean? Well, that's exactly, I mean, that's what happened. I mean, I... Also, like, first dates are stressful. Like, I'm looking and trying to figure out, like, what can I order that doesn't, I don't know if it's going to end up in my teeth. Yep. That's not going to be gross. All the things, right? Look at all of us. Mm -hmm. All of us trying to make it seem okay that you said, oh, good, when his dog (laughs) died. Like, I love all of us just trying to rationalize the fact that he said, my dog died, and you said, oh, that's good. Maybe you should pay more attention. And I am assuming there was no second date. There was no second date. Yeah, no. He left right after no. He's a really came. nice guy, too. I just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Next time, listen to your date and what they're saying. Well, why don't you follow up with a text to ask how his dog's doing? I'm sure that would just oh be the, yeah, that'd be the cherry on top. <laughs> uh, Laura, thanks for the call and uh, joining us on that awkward moment. We appreciate it. 
Okay. All right. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. You can text us, 68719. Uh, A moment where you were half listening and then it turned out to be terribly wrong. Like, Mm -hmm. we've all been there, especially on the phone. I will have phone conversations where you look and it's been five minutes and you're like, what have they been saying? And what have I been saying? You just kind of go on autopilot mode. So you can text us, 68719. You can call us as well. Have you had a moment like that? It's Joey and Lauren. That awkward moment with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It's that awkward moment. Laura just joined us on the show and she was on a first date having a good time and she didn't realize her date said that his dog died, and so she just responded, oh, that's good, and just kind of moved on. Yeah, she was distracted with the menu. I've been there before, where yeah. you're kind of half listening to someone. You're like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's great. Uh-huh. So yeah. a time maybe you misheard something, you weren't listening, and it really uh, bit back at you. Well, uh, Tom is with us. Tom thought he got fired by something he misheard, so uh, Tom's going to tell us the story. Hey, man, how are you? Hey, guys. How's it going? Good, 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 good. So uh, what happened? So uh, this happened with my boss. We were in my we were in my office, and I was behind my desk, and my boss was standing there talking to me. And while he was talking to me, I was on my computer checking emails. So I was just sort of half listening. Mm-hmm. And he said, "I have to let you go," which meant they like he he had to go. He had something yes. to do. And I took it as I'm going to let you go, as I was going to be fired. Why? I feel like that jump to conclusion is okay, way Okay, but anytime your boss is with you, you kind of are you a little pick on up on edge. any of those signals. I'm just thinking 90% of the time when someone says, I got to let you go, it's like, I've got to let you go. Like, I've got to go. I've got to leave. And you were like, well, oh, my gosh. Because, so what happened? Well, I thought it was weird, too, because he was in there. We, had, we were having like a 10-minute conversation. So at the end of the conversation... And like I said, I was concentrating on emails. I wasn't paying attention. He's like, I got to let you go. And I was shocked. I was stunned for a second. And then I'm like, are you kidding me? After all I've done for this company, after all I've done for you, you're going to fire me? Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it. And his face, you know, his mouth was agape. And and he basically talked to me like a child after that. He's like, no, no. I'm not firing you. I have to let you go because I have another appointment. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Tom, You're and, not, I thought I was being let but go. I could see. Yeah, he, but then, you know, it was like true feelings sort of crept out there yeah. for a second. Oh, Tom, yeah, you went off. And, uh, Tom, I'm blaming you. I, lo- I love you, man, but I'm blaming you because at the end of the day, what you could have said, maybe you even thought he meant like, I got to let you go. I'm going to fire you. You should have been like, I'm sorry, what? Just to make sure, but to then just fly off the handle, that is a big risk, my man. Well, my boss does have a sense of humor, and we laugh about it now. Okay, but that's good. at the moment, he was, he was a bit stunned. Yeah. It, yeah, it was really awkward there. Uh, for for like the no next week, kidding. but now we're fine and, and we laugh about it. But it was like for, for a little while there, it was weird. So, yes, I, call him like I have done that where I wasn't paying attention to, and it was my boss, which is, yeah. you, you know, oh, you, you really shouldn't tune out your boss. Yeah. Uh, even though I think all of us do at one point or oh, another. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Tom, thanks for the call. I mean, at least Tom didn't go like, oh, you big jerk, and I've never liked you. Like, I've always oh, worried yeah. about that in a relationship. Where maybe you thought they were like 
saying something rude to you, and then you respond with like, well, I don't like you. And then they're like, no, I didn't say I that I feel like that, that happens to us a lot because we'll be distracted with something. We'll be yeah. maybe talking about work or, or I'm cooking and or I'm dealing with the baby, something, and you'll say something, and I'm like, what did you say? Yeah. And I just go off or vice versa, and it's because we heard mm-hmm. pretty much the total opposite because you're half listening. Yeah, exactly. So keep texting us, 68719. Uh, this text says, I've definitely had that with a death in the family, not realizing what they were saying and not acting serious enough. I never know what to say when someone yeah. tells me something like that. I'm mm-hmm. terrible with it because I, I don't want to go too over the top sad where they feel like you're just doing kind of fake sympathy. But also I yeah. feel like if you're too jovial about it, you're like, I just told you terrible news. Yeah. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on Demand. Joey and Lauren in the morning. If you listen to the show, you know that I am uh, the love expert. Always handing out the love advice. Coming from someone that's been in like two relationships in his life. And the first one was my mom. In a weird, normal mother-son relationship way. (laughs) Uh, There is a psychological way that you can get someone to fall in love with you when you're talking to them in a one-on-one conversation. Seems like trickery. You say a psychological way to make someone fall in love with you? That doesn't seem right. Well, maybe I'll lose all credibility when I say it's something that's found on TikTok. So maybe you think that that's now the dumbest thing. but. It is according to psychological technique, okay? So there's something deeper than just somebody on TikTok trying to be viral, right? But apparently, if you are in a one-on-one conversation, if Mm -hmm. you do this thing, someone will fall in love with you. Now, in all actuality, maybe it is something psychologically that attracts you to Mm -hmm. them. But if you need all the help you can get, if you're single, you're out on the prowl, you're trying to figure things out, you're trying to make that connection one-on-one, like, I wouldn't trust myself in a one-on-one conversation I don't conversation even know what this is, and I already know it's crap. There's no way. You can't convince someone how they feel about right. you by just, what, what are you going to brainwash? Well, fine. Or? I'm going to do it to you, and you just tell me the emotions and the feelings that come into your heart and your mind when I do this. All right, ready? Here we go. So let's just start talking. Let's just have a good time. Okay. All right? And here time. we go. I'm, I'm going to go out right now. in three, two, one, ka-chow. Did you see what I just did there? And no. What are you feeling at this moment? Flickered. I'm feeling nervous. <laughs> Let me try it again. Okay. And then I'll explain what this okay. eye trick is. Three, two, one. If, oh, what? gosh. It feels like you're staring into my soul, and then you just gave me a weird eyebrow raise. Okay. It what it is. creepy. While you're talking to somebody, if you want to make this fall in love attraction... Mm-hmm. While you're talking to them, it's got to be a one-on-one conversation, and there's nobody else that's supposed to be talking at the moment. You look at their left eye, you look at their mouth, and you look at their right eye, and you do it in that order. So you go left eye, mouth, right eye, and that is a psychological way for someone to fall in love with you, and I 100% believe in it because TikTok did it, and the internet never lies. I will agree that it, it intensifies the moment. Okay. So if you're if you're already in a moment with somebody and it's just you two mm-hmm. and you kind of maybe feel something and then you do that look, it could spark some, I don't know, intensity. So, but to just do it randomly right now, it was more creepy than it. Let anything. me try it one more time <laughs> okay. now that you know what it is, and then I want you to do it to me. Okay, here we you go. You said left eye, mouth, right eye. Left eye. Yeah, let me double check. Left eye, mm-hmm. mouth, right eye. All right, here we go. Oh, wow. I, I turned myself on. That was amazing. Anything? It feels like judgment. It feels like judgment. But I'm saying it could intensify a moment that is already budding. All right. You try it with me. I want to see if I can fall in love with you again. Now, Here we go. do I look at my left or your left? No, my left eye. So your left eye would be so, the right 
for me. How Sorry, you, I'm trying to look figure at this out. The, no, no, no. Look at their. It says, look at their left eye, their okay. mouth, their right. Crap, I've been doing it wrong. Yeah, then. you have been. Because if you're looking at me, yeah. my left eye is on your right. Okay, I got to try this again. I messed up. All right, I'm going to look at your left eye. Okay, here we go. Maybe it changes everything. All right, three, two, one. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, Did you feel that in here? Wow. Whoa. There's steam foggy on the window in the studio. <laughs> All right, now you try it with me. All right. I can't. I'm sorry. I can't do this with a straight face. How did you do that? Okay. I'm stretching out my face. You barely moved. What do you mean I barely moved? I barely saw your eyeballs move. Did you do it? Your eye is not that far from your mouth. My eyes aren't going to go okay. up and down. Okay. Try it again. That felt. It didn't okay. feel like you were trying. All right. All right. Three, two, one. Do it. Well, yeah, I felt it. I felt it. It does. It feels intense. <laughs> Especially it feels if like you make I'm it dramatic. In trouble. You know what I mean? Like you're you're about to question me on something or I'm about to be interrogated. I wonder if you also need to do like the little squint with your eyes, like a little sultry, like little Yeah, yeah, like a little smoky, like here's my problem. I actually really struggle just looking at people in the eye. Especially in a one on one conversation. I always feel weird if we're just making straight eye contact talking. Have you ever had a conversation with someone and they're just staring right at your eyes? I know that's... That's how it's supposed to be, it's right? It's courteous, but I think in today's day and age, I'm like... So I normally look at the top middle of their forehead. That's what I'll do. Well, so. at least you're looking at them. It is so rude to me when I'm talking to somebody and they're not looking at me. Yeah, I had a friend constantly that honestly thought having a conversation and texting somebody was not rude. And that is the rudest thing. Have you been in a conversation yes. and someone starts texting? I'm like, stop. I have a friend specific... And I will call him out. His name is Alex. In fact... He used to be your former co Well, that's the friend I was thinking of. So oh, we're really? on the same page. Yep, that's the Love exact person death, I was thinking of. But every time I would speak to him, he would be like, he'd like pull up his phone. And he'd like text yeah. us. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And I'm like, are you listening to me? I he just would check felt his stupid. Phone, yeah. I just felt dumb. Like I, I'm unwanted or something. Well, if you need help falling in love, next time you're in a one-on-one conversation, look at their left eye, look at their mouth, look at their right eye. You okay. are welcome. Boom. It's Joey and Lauren. That feeling when you're singing along and suddenly realize you don't even know the lyrics. It's time for Karaoke with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren, and it's time to play Karaoke. And the greatest caller of all time is on the line because his name is Joey. What's going on, Joey? <laughs> Nothing much. Dude, it is so nice to talk to another Joey. I feel it's a rarity. We're a uh-huh. rare breed. There's not a lot of Joeys out there. We've had a few uh, Laurens on the show. Now, is your name Joey or is it Joseph? It's Joseph. Okay. See, I, I, I'm, my full name is Joey. But That's still, okay. you go we, by we Joey. We welcome all forms of Joeys. Uh, so here, you're going against Lauren today in karaoke. Here's how this game works, Joey. Uh, we're going to be playing a segment of a song. It's going to stop, and then you have to finish by singing it, all right? And I, I can tell you got a gold, you got a golden voice. All right, so we're gonna Love start it. with Lauren. Okay, Lauren, your first song is "Bad Habits" by Ed Sheeran. My bad habits lead to late nights. Send it. Wait, my bad habits. My bad habits lead to late <laughs> nights and ending alone conversations right, with out. a stranger. I barely know. We're going to give it to you. We're going to give it to you. Thank All right. You. So pressure's on, Joey. Your first song is High Hopes by Panic at the Disco. Mama said, don't give up. It's a little. 
complicated, all tied up, no more love, and I'd hate to see you waiting. Had high hopes, high hopes for living. Yeah! <laughs> cars, yeah! but I couldn't make it till it. Yeah! Ah! All right! Shooting for the stars, but I couldn't make it. All right, That's so here great. we go. We are tied up going into round two. Lauren, I'm nervous. your second song is All I Know So Far by Pink. Don't know this one. Show you how to live, like your life is on the line. So throw your head back and roll down the window. I don't know. You throw your head oh! back and you spin in the wind. And spin in the wind. Dang I'm it, not going to give it, it to dang you. It, dang so it, dang it. here we go. Joey, if you get this right, you win. No pressure. You ready to do this? Yep, we'll do it. Your song is Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, Come on, Joey. Come on, Joey. How you could be so okay that I'm gone. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you didn't mean what you anything, anything at all. Anything, Joey? Oh, no. I no. guess you didn't mean what you said. Oh, you don't get it. Lauren, 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 you can't. You Look at Lauren trying to steal your point. Here's the deal. It is a tie. So you both finished with one. That Olivia Rodrigo, that, I mean, that's hard. I picked a tough part in that song. But uh, guess did. what? Joey, we're still going to hook you up. We love you, man. All right? Yes, yeah. Joey and Lauren. The question we are asking today is who is the bigger cheapskate? So we're going on vacation in a couple <laughs> weeks, and we're going to Vegas, and... Lauren thought, hey, you saw this at the store, right? These two shirts? Yes, legit. I'm at the store. I'm flipping through clothes. I see hubby and wifey shirts on a discount, too. They were on sale. So Lauren goes, well, Uh let's, when we check into our hotel, let's put on the hubby and wifey shirts. Thinking we're on the honeymoon. Free room upgrade. And I don't even have to lie because it's not like I'm going to say, look at me. I'm on my honeymoon. And people just assume that. It's not my problem that people assume and then give me free stuff. Meanwhile, the hack I saw, I literally just saw this two nights ago, I think, on TikTok. And it's called the Vegas $20 Sandwich. And apparently it is well known Mm -hmm. in Vegas. When you check into your room, you obviously have to give them a credit card and an ID. You sandwich a $20 bill between the ID and the credit card. And then when you hand it to them, you say, oh, by the way, is there any free room upgrades or anything? They see the 20. They know what's going on. It's not really free, Obviously, though, when yeah, you give them a 20. It's a $20 thing. room upgrade. So what is more slimy, pretending it's your honeymoon with hubby and wifey T-shirts or slipping a $20 bill trying to get a room upgrade? Not going to lie. I was really nervous to check the text line. Yeah. It's actually more in my favor than I had expected. I'm willing to give money. Yeah. That should be more classy. <laughs> Tipping someone is classier than pretending okay. it's your honeymoon. Let me roll through some of these. We okay. did get a text that says the $20 sandwich legit works. I'm trying it. And then we asked them, have you tried it? They said multiple times on more than just hotels, you get free food, free drinks. The possibilities are endless. Okay. okay so there's one opinion. So I'm definitely going to try the sandwich. The te- uh, this text says I'm with Lauren. T-shirt is a great idea. Uh, $20 trick is more slimy. I'm with Lauren. The shirts are honest. They are honest because I don't have to say nothing. I'm a wife. Everyone is assuming. <laughs> I can't wait. You know what? If we if we wear these shirts and we roll yeah. up to the lobby and they say, oh, big honeymoon, I guarantee you, you will cave and be like, yeah, it's our honeymoon. It, w- it was. It was. <laughs> a our- long time ago. We're finally getting around to celebrating See, it 10 years later. Or if somebody says, oh, you're on your honeymoon, I'll say, oh, we're, we're celebrating our marriage. That ain't no lie. <laughs>
<laughs> uh, this text says, I think Lauren is definitely onto something trying to get free things in Vegas. Uh, this one says, yeah, I think Joey is right this time. Yeah, Normally this, they this don't one agree time. with you. Yep. Uh, this one says, bribing hotel clerks, maitre d's, taxi drivers, etc. through tipping happens in every major city. There's nothing slimy about it. So they think that the $20 trick is the way to go. If I am sitting there, and from what I understand, Vegas is actually, you know, falling on some hard times. A lot of people, like, quitting. Yeah. In fact, the resort we got, because we do the Priceline thing to get a good deal, I guess they had, like, a ton of people just quit. <laughs> so they're on tough times. So I'm here to help. Say, oh, hey, okay. you give me a suite, and you get $20. No more tough times. But doesn't that not help that because they're losing money on the suite that they could sell? Yeah, probably. That's a really good point. <laughs> I still think the shirts are slimier. Uh, this text says, at first I was with Joey because I thought the shirts were a bad idea. But after hearing Lauren explain it, you technically don't have to lie. And I don't think it's slimy. Do the shirts. When you see a couple walking down the street and they are in hubby and wifey t-shirts, you honestly don't think they're on their honeymoon? That's up to those spectators to think you that. Let's I'm just not do this. walking around saying I'm on my honeymoon. There's no tag on the shirt that says you can only wear this if you just got married in the last seven days. Forget the flight. Let's drive to Vegas and let's put cans behind our car and write just married on it. <laughs> well, we oh were just gosh, married no. 10 years ago. No, let's wear the shirts on the plane and we get upgraded to first class. Yes. Come on. And you sleep well at night. Like, you know, you have no problem sleeping at night having this idea of I, trying to get now first class. So I you want no, first class on the plane. I have no problem because I'm not lying to anybody. If I, the pilot <laughs> sees us or the flight attendant sees us, they are the ones putting in their own brain. Oh, so, look, they're on their honeymoon. <laughs> Make sure to follow us on Instagram because what's going to happen is Lauren's going to get us in a penthouse suite. Like, wouldn't that be great if it all turned out we're like feeding tigers? <laughs> like, we're just... <laughs> You laugh. I am going to go buy these shirts. I should have done it. I will go buy them. It's Joey and Lauren. Joey and Lauren. Time for what did we learn on the show today? I learned that, yes, Lauren is, in fact, willing to pretend we're on a honeymoon to try and get free stuff on our vacation. That's the kind of moral compass that you have. Again, me wearing a shirt that says wifey does not mean I'm pretending to be on a honeymoon. It means that... People think I'm on a honeymoon, and I don't control their thoughts. It's that's their prerogative. They're so the ones who thought that. So when you go out with a, with your friends, <laughs> do you just pretend you're always a bachelorette party? Is that what you do? You're no, like, all right, girls, now. line up. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's get free appetizers. I learned that apparently the way you look at someone could determine if they fall in love with you. So what was it? Is you look at the their right eye? No, look at their left eye. Look at their mouth. Okay. Look at their right eye. So today. You got a crush at the office, at school, or well, whatever. Well, be careful. Don't be get careful. someone fired. Don't blame me. You have a crush on your boss. You're willing to risk it all for the relationship. I'm just saying. You think there might be a spark with such and such David in accounting? You know who I'm oh, talking David about. David in accounting is a stud. I don't blame you. Go you go up to David. You talk to him today. You look at that left eye. You look at his mouth and then his right eye, and boom, you're getting married. And we can't wait to go to your wedding. And we'll <laughs> em- we'll MC your wedding. That's how much Actually, we no, love it. Actually, no. In all honesty, I feel like it kind of looks really intense. Like, am I, am I in trouble yeah, right it's now? Very serious. you look at me like that, I'm like, oh, Anytime what? someone makes eye contact with me, I just want to say, what are we doing? You know that's weird. I know. No, 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 no. It's common courtesy. It's an old school common courtesy. To me, it is a thing of the past. Eye contact when you're talking to somebody, it's weird. What, they should look at the ground? I don't know. No, I just, the expectation of, hey, when you look at me, look into my eyes, I'm like, yeah, it's all right. Let's just what? look around. I, I feel more awkward when I make eye contact with someone then I do feel like, oh, I'm I'm being nice. I'm being I, courteous. I feel like it's disrespectful, though. 
I think if you're looking in their general direction, I look at the top center of someone's forehead. So I'm talking to you right now, and I'm looking at the top center of your forehead. I'm getting self-conscious of my forehead now. Well, you know what you do? So just, start, just start looking at someone's mouth and teeth, and then they'll really get self-conscious. See, try it right now. Talk to me and look at my teeth. Because then I assume, yeah. Yeah, at yeah. see, I'm just thinking I have spinach yeah, in there. you assume you got something in your teeth so or on your lip. If you want to fall in love with someone, go left eye, mouth, right eye. If you want someone to be your mortal enemy, just stare at their teeth and pretend <laughs> that they have something in their teeth. <laughs> The if more you, you know. be disrespectful like Joey, just don't even look at them. Exactly. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand.